Micha Perek 7. With this, we finish the seven Prakim of Micha. We'll be moving forward in Treyasar and starting Nachum in the next year. This Perek relates Micha's personal feelings about his struggles dealing with the nation and a prophecy of redemption of the times of Mashiach. Note, much like any of the other Prakim in Navi, some of the Psukim in this Perek are just great to read inside by themselves. And Pasuk Aleph, Woe is to me, I am like the summer harvest, like the gleanings of the last grapes. There is not a cluster to eat, not a ripe fruit for my soul to desire. Most of them explain Micha was bothered by being a prophet in a generation with so little righteous people in it. Radak the Mitsudis explained Micha compared the small amount of tzaddikim in the generation to unripe fruit on a tree. The Kaddish explains, Michad understood very well that the death of a tzaddik atones for the entire generation's sins, as Hashem especially delights in the souls of tzaddikim. Therefore, Micha was bothered by the fact that he would have to die and his death would mitigate judgment for the entire generation. We also see from here that one tzaddik can die for the entire generation. Pasuk based through Zion, Micha continues to relate how disappointed he is because the pious people have disappeared. The people continue to do evil. Even the best of them is not so good. The nation has sunken so low that people need to even guard themselves from their own families. Even family members can't get along with one another. But I will continue to turn to God and trust in Him. God will certainly hear me. In orli. Don't rejoice over me, my enemy. Although I've fallen, I'll get up again. Even when I sit in darkness, God is my light. Micha was saying, Because I've fallen, I got up. Lukut Maran and others explain, every person must go, th go through Yeridas and Aliyah's ups and downs. The thing that most people get tripped up in is they all, they all want to have highs and no lows. This is a great mistake and many people fall in this area. One must experience both highs and lows. This is the order of the creation of the world. First there was darkness and then there was light. When one can understand the natural Yeridas and Aliyah's ups and downs of life, then one is better prepared to handle them because the purpose of descent is ascent. But to test through Yud Gimel, Micha continues with what Yisrael will respond in the end of days. Because we sinned, we got punished and Hashem is angry at us. But in the end, God will show us light. God will come upon the nations for what they did to us throughout the long exile. In Pasuk Yedalit, Re'e amcha b'shiftecha tzon nachlasecha shochne levadad yar. O God, shepherd your people with your staff. Let the flock of your heritage dwell alone in a forest, as in the middle of the fertile fields. Let them graze in Bashan and Gilad, as in the olden days. I'd like to add on the words, your heritage dwell alone, Badad, in a forest. This can be referenced to the daily practice of Hispaitidus, going into the woods and talking to Hashem in your own words, as this is one of the oldest forms of Jewish meditation. We also find this by Yitzchak, 
Yitzchak, who was lasuach basadeh, having conversations with God in the open fields. In Pasuk Tezvav, I will show you wondrous things like at the time you went out of the land of Egypt. Radak Mitsudas add, this was God's answers to Micha's prayer. Throughout Matwali explains, it's known in the times of the redemption from Egypt, God revealed himself in an exalted, elevated manner. So too, in the final redemption, God is going to reveal miracles like was seen in the times of Egypt. I'd like to add, perhaps this is reference to the later stages of redemption after Mashiach ben Yosef, when Mashiach ben David will reveal himself. In Pasuk Yerches, Miel kamocha no salvon v'over al pesha l'shevis nachloso lo hechzik la'arapo ki chafetz chesed hu. Who, O God, is like you for giving iniquity and overlooking transgression for the remnant of his heritage? He does not remain angry forever because he is a lover of kindness. In Pasuk Yotes, Yashuv yerachameinu yichvosh avonoseinu v'tashlech bimsulos yam kochatosa. He will once again have mercy on us. He will vanquish our iniquities and cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. Note, this is the Pasuk we say for Tashlech on Rosh Hashanah. And Pasuk Chaf, which is the end of the Perek and end of Micha, Titen emes leyako chesel avram asher neshpatel avosinu mimekedem. Give truth to Yaakov, loving kindness to Avram, as you promised our forefathers long ago. The Rabbad Wali explains, Yaakov represents truth and compassion, and Avram represents chesed. It's known the Avos all desire to give over to their children. However, in exile, the pipelines, which are the conduits for the divine energy, are damaged and can't properly give over their influence. However, in the times of the final redemption, Yaakov and all the Avos will be able to properly give over their children, give over to their children. Am Yisrael, as the pipelines will no longer be clogged. That's the end of the parak and end of Vicha. We'll be moving forward in Treasar with Nachum in the next year. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.